Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. It's Nature Strip out clear in the King stand by two lengths from Acclam Express. Twilight calls them behind these equilaterals. Salute a world-class Frita. Nature Strip, a ripper in the King stand. Be Twilight calls Acclam Express. But it's Zaki clear, 50 metres to go. Zaki, a star, an all-star mile winner. Scored a length and a quarter. And it's English and Felsworth fighting it out. Chautauqua very late. It's English, a half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. The gold medal, he's oh. 11. But my G, he doesn't know it. Dead him, look at him. He won't give in. The gold medal, too bad, Daniels. What a hometown hero. Wicks down the middle. Kings will dream of the 100. It's getting desperate. Now Wicks is storming home. Wicks over the top. Oh, he's too good. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. This week we've got a very, very exciting week. It's what they like to call moving day in Melbourne. The Turnbull Stakes and then up in Sydney we've got the Epsom, the Flight Stakes and the Metrop. But boys, perhaps the most exciting card of this weekend is the 10 race blockbuster at the Valley tomorrow night. (laughs) I'm absolutely looking forward to it. There's actually a couple decent horses going around, so... Exciting times. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to be back. Hopefully all the punters didn't miss me too much because I'm back to give you grief. So, uh, yeah, ready to, get, ready to get back into it. Punters, if uh, if Nico's audio sounds like um, he's in a microwave, that's because he is. He's, <laughs> he's still in his apartment on the Gold Coast and there's been a couple of Wi-Fi problems. So... He's off the phone tonight, so we'll just have to deal with that. Will, how's your week been? Still school holidays? Yeah, still studying, but I've half lost my voice, so um, it might go during the podcast, but we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, really good card at Flemington. I'm really looking forward to it. Some good horses and and good betting, good betting races as well, so it'll be really good, I think. Awesome. That's right, because you only do form in one state anyway. So you can lose your voice halfway through the podcast and it'll be all sweet. All right, let's get into the bets. What are we going to start? We'll start with a bit of Mooney Valley first and then we'll crack into Flemington. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Show me the money. Yeah! Louder! Show me the money. That's it, brother. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. 
So we go to the Valley tomorrow night, Friday for 10 of the best. The track is currently rated a soft five. Marty thinks we should expect an upgrade to a four at some stage. Um, and the rail is out seven meters. That's obviously just to protect the ground for the carnival. Nico, you've got a bet or two bets in the benchmark 78, which is race two over 1200 meters. I can't really work out why Savannah Cloud's $3.90 in all honesty. <clears throat> um, I thought this horse could be a lot shorter, probably with a two in front of it at least. Um, it ran good first up, did a little work early and was sort of two and a half, three wide the trip, um, just beaten by the hard fit horse in Iron War who it meets here. Um, but I'm pretty confident it'll turn the tables. Savannah Cloud ran the fastest eight to the six and the second quickest six to the four and the fastest four to the two of the race before feeling the pinch late. In that, it was the fourth fastest eight to the six of the day and the second fastest six to the four of the day. Second up, last preparation. Um, it went to a peak. And yeah, I think that it could uh, could go to a peak again here. Yes, it was a fast run race, but he was, uh, he was behind some decent horses last preparation. And um, yeah, I can't see why he couldn't go on to win here. Spanos and Stokes here both flying. Obviously, a good combination to to be with um, at the moment. they got a 17% winning strike rate, going 16 from their last 94 together. So I was quite happy to be in their corner. And I think the horse that is over the odds, I don't know if it can win, but it's a bit of a Mooney Valley specialist in Sam's image. Um, back from a win in 84 grade last start, beating Zakat, who then obviously was beaten a length and a half through the same race of Savannah Cloud and Iron War come through. So it's easy enough to tie in the form. Obviously, it um, goes back in grade and gets dry ground, which I think it'll help its chances. Um, yeah, you only have to look two back, and it was uh, two and a half lengths off Chain of Lightning. So that's pretty good form. Um, yeah, so I, I thought it was an easy enough two-bet play to start the night. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um I'll be backing them both as well. Uh, in fact, I already have. As you mentioned, Savannah Cloud does have some class form lines around the likes of Gentleman Roy, Nicolini Vito. We know Gentleman Roy is every bit of a group class uh, horse. And then he also ran third behind Gentleman Roy and Yonce. Um, I would have loved if he was stepping up to 1,400 meters. But if Spanos can park him just behind I Am War from Barrier 1, then... If he's within a couple of lengths of that horse on the turn, he has some clear air, then he should really be turning the tables. Um, Sam Zinich, he is the nature strip beater from once upon a time. So that, that sounds ridiculous when you when you say that now, but um, I too do think uh, he is over the odds. Sharp Response is a very good horse, um, but I just wonder about the map here with the rail out seven meters. Um, watch for him steaming home late. It is worth noting that I think 6x63 six won't run either. Hopefully he runs on a Saturday at Adelaide. Another one of Nico's boyfriends. Yep. <laughs> um, race three, did you did you like this valiancy? No, I didn't, but you could easily stick up for it if you wanted to have a bet. I think it's a bit of a hard race. Um, there's some decent sort of form through it all, but... Just for the punters out there, that if you 
a little bit uh, confused on what we're talking about. This valiancy obviously was backed from about $11 into $2.50 on debut to beat Angry Skies when Angry Skies won at Swan Hill. Um, but Angry Skies was competitive, I guess you could say, last Sunday at Sandown. Um, obviously, might have been a touch underwhelming, but um, yeah. Much harder horse, race. Much harder race, but yeah, when a horse is backed like it is on debut, they've obviously got a decent opinion of it. Um, yeah, you lose, you probably gain a little bit losing Harry Coffey to Johnny Allen, but yeah, when they, when they get back from this stable, there's there's normally a reason why, so you could you could probably follow up again. But yeah, it's a pretty tricky race. It wasn't some somewhere that I wanted to stick my neck out and put a tip. That was for sure. Yeah, uh, to be honest, Valiancy could be getting some of mine. I just want to wait. Um, that maiden was a decent rating maiden, and they did gap third. So he's an interesting horse, and the fact he's kind of lobbed at a backable price, it could get me. Uh, race four is a benchmark 78 over 2,040 metres. And the poster boy right now, um, he's definitely definitely one of the more popular horses. Bit of a cult figure at the moment. His name is Keats, trained by Gavin Bedgegood. Um, we take the piss a, a bit. Uh, we take the piss out of him a little bit because of some of the boys have ownership in him, and they've obviously bought all the all the t-shirts and all the merch through Willie Barbs and wear the punt. But I actually do think he's a very very good chance to win this race. First up at Sale, he demolished them. Um, yes, it wasn't a very good race, and then last start he came to a heavy ten at Flemington. Probably didn't love the conditions. Um, but he should get his good footing tomorrow. The rail's out seven, and Willow's just going to fire him straight to the front from nine. I think his main danger, Hopkins, is drawn a little bit cast in ten, and Hopkins potentially would be the one more suited if it was a little bit wetter, but Keats gets his ideal set up here. It's just a matter of whether he can run out a strong 2,040 metres, but he'll be getting my cash for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely coming with. Um, I actually thought the main danger might have been gone west on slightly better ground. Mm. I think Hopkins is just a dead set out and out wet tracker, which it's not going to be. And I think gone west is a proper wet track type as well, but he's probably more the danger on the better the better side of what the track's going to be tomorrow. But yeah, look, uh, I'll be cheering Keith all the way from the Goldie for the boys and uh, and for our pockets to, to kick us off in the right direction. Hopefully Willow just... Gives it one of his nice uh, front-running rides from the front and plays catch me if he can and kicks off the corner and they can't catch him. But, yeah, it looks, looks a very winnable race. And, um, yeah, best of luck to the boys, I suppose. Absolutely. Race 5 is a benchmark 78, 3,000-metre affair. Uh, if you are at the Valley tomorrow night, then this may be the time to go and uh, line up for a beer or maybe get a snack because I won't be having a bet in it. But I just wanted to touch on this Balex one. He's... Come up favourite, I think, Nico. Um, the boom jumper. What are your thoughts? I, well, I have I have seen this is uh, this is all eventuated. I'm a little confused as to why he has lobbed here. My only thought must be maybe they're having a little crack at the Jericho. Maybe hmm. um, that would be the only reason that he'd be having a run still. I don't know, maybe he's just come over so good and they don't want to put him in the paddock. 
going uh, going as well as he is. But yeah, look, um, this horse could be a star. If he was my horse, I wouldn't be running him over on the flat. I'd just be putting him on ice and uh, saving him for next season because he's got lots of money to be made over the up and overs. But um, yeah, good luck to him. Obviously, he's going well. Steve would be putting the horse before anything. Um, so yeah, he must be going good if he's still going to have a little run here. But yeah, uh, three thousand meter benchmark seventy eight. You can leave me out. <laughs> Absolutely, Wilbur. Feel free to chime in here if you've got any thoughts. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't really looked at the the Moon Valley card too much, so no opinion yeah, from that's me. That's right. Easy, mate. Race six is a benchmark sixty four over the mile. I don't necessarily have a bet here, but I just wanted to mention that. Uh, we are running our cheering for charity segment and this season we're letting the trainers decide the horse so we pick a trainer for each meeting and they get to decide um, and so far Kieran chose Piney River last week it drew the car park and Natalie Young has chosen Tabby Storm this week and it's drawn the car park and looks like it's going to get back so no luck at the barrier draw so far we need a we need RV to start picking out a better marble for us but this horse was an impressive last start winner at sale keeps Blake Shin aboard um, he will need a lot of luck drawn out there in 11 um, and with the rail out 7 but just thought there's, I'd give him a quick mention there's two of this bloke like there's well and truly two of him there is but there's only one Blake Shin there is only one Blake Shin so hopefully all of Shinny's class can lift this bloke with a with a weak heart over the line <laughs> For the cheering of the charity out there, but so so just for the punters out there and for me because I don't I don't know if I've asked you this question. So with the cheering of charity, obviously you select the trainer. Cheering for charity. Cheering for charity. Yeah. Are they allowed to select yeah. any of their runners in any race, or do they have a select race or a couple of races that they have to pick from, or is it how's it all work? Yeah. So there is a couple of rules with it. We can't choose a black type race because the obviously if you sponsor a black type race, then you deserve to have your own saddlecloths for that race. So they've got to choose a benchmark race. Yep. But pretty much they're allowed to choose any any horse that they want running on the night. Um, so Nat's obviously chosen Tabby Storm tomorrow night. And that horse you'll see will go around with a different colored saddlecloth to all the other horses. And tomorrow night's um, charity is the Breast Cancer Network uh, Australia. So yep. Ladbrokes give us a $500 bonus bet and we'll put it on Tabby Storm all winnings will go to the charity. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, did you have anything in the 955? Or do we get on to the big double? Can we touch on why we're putting another class horse in a race for it to die? Bubble Palace. Why? 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 Yeah, and, and it's drawn stiff. It's drawn out in, in 11. I really hope Dan Bowman does the right thing and scratches her tomorrow morning. Because she's one of my horses, and if she's here, I'm probably going to have to back her, and I don't really want to back her from gate 11, mm. especially after the bullshit last week. And she's dropping back from 1,100 metres. It just seems oh, odd. I don't know why. What's it seems odd. Here? I'd be more inclined to back Aminatu, to be honest. From barrier one, Spanos, he's absolutely flying, and this horse this has horse proper valley. valley form. Yeah. yeah, it does. There's some proper valley um, 955 numbers here like not numbers but but horses yeah. that like that are like yes usual. numbers no, that's no i didn't mean to like say it like that i mean like these are like usual 955 suspects like these are the horses that will go around each week most yeah. of these here 
It is worth noting that Natalie Young actually chose number 14, Dan's Little Sister, as her charity horse, but the fact that it was fourth emergency, we thought we better select another one because there's every chance that this horse is not going to gain a start. So if it does gain a start, it's his, it's a decent chance. It does have some good 1,000-meter figures, but yeah, probably Aminatu on top for me. Yeah. Race 8 is a mare's benchmark 70 over 1,000 meters. Um, I did this race for work and I do think Viviane is going to be extremely hard to beat Um, her first up win was excellent and then last start she ran second at Sandown but I love the fight that she showed in the straight Uh, horses came up alongside her she actually copped a little bit of a nudge Um, they came up on her left they came up on her right and she kept fighting she fought off all bar one and they put a big gap on third she brings in the best last start um, performance. It rated 6.2 lengths above the all benchmark on punting form. So that is as good as it gets in terms of last start um, performances. She panels them. And then she now gets Craig Williams. She's the third up and she's drawn barrier four. That'll come into three after the emergency goes out. So she just maps for the absolute gun run here. She's short enough at 210, but... I think the only dangers are really Benefico and maybe, um, oh, there you go. Miss Miss Belvini got scratched. I thought that was the only other danger. So Benefico, if it, if it leads, I think Tycoon Hummer's oh. out of play from eight. Well, the other danger to to Vivienne is hypothetical if it drew a gate, but it has to be cast from 11. Yeah. I thought. I'm with you on Vivienne. I, she's, she's been one of my girlfriends ever since... Last preparation, she's come back absolutely flying. Um, pretty sick watch last start when that that other thing from the border kicked back and beat it. Mick mm. D was on it, so you can imagine me how how I was going, doing my head in. But yeah, you lose nothing, Frosty to Willow. Um, it maps to be lead or just behind. Willow gives it a peach. Should just be too good for this lot, I think. If she's going to go to better races than this, she has to win here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, race nine is a benchmark 64 over 1,200 meters, and this is the Friday fill-up. Honestly, if this horse just runs its race, then I can't really see it losing. Her name is Outback Action. Um, Last start, she had an SP of $5.50 against... His name. His Sorry, he... He. Um, last start, he had a $5 SP against Star Patrol. Star Patrol went around at prohibitive odds, like $1.30, $1.40. And I know, Nico, you were sticking up for it that day. Um, it was coming off a booming win at Mornington. Um, going back to its last run, that last start run was 9.4 lengths above the old benchmark. And to lob in a benchmark 64, bringing out those types of speed figures... Is just unbelievable. It draws barrier four, so it's going to get the perfect run. Nolan Moody flying. I like. I've got no idea how this horse is still in black odds. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm much the same. I can't quite figure it out. Um, there's a massive chance this thing starts like dollar sixty odd because this that second favourite, the 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 whatever it's called. Yeah. It's in Adelaide on Saturday as well, so 
I, I hope like hell it runs here, but there's every chance. Even if it's it. here, it's in Adelaide. It's drawn 14. Yeah, exactly right. But like, I hope it's here, like not scratched for the odds. It's a 1,400-meter yeah. horse as well. Oh, yeah, it's got yeah. absolutely none. But I mean, like I hope it's running so we don't... And it loses top, Linda Meach. Top deductions. Yeah, well, did yeah. You re- does it really lose Linda Meach? Like, she's not going that well anyway. But talking about positive jockey changes, we lose Meach off outback action and we get Luke Nolan. So that is only a positive. Everything you've already touched on, Benny... Uh, I'm with. It was the clear best bet of the night for me. Uh, yeah, let's hope. Absolute the molly. valley. Let's hope the valley is a little bit nicer to us this week. All right, punters. I'm declaring now. two morals, and that's one of them. Um, yeah, we can move on to Flemington. I'll quickly say in the last benchmark 64, 1200. Um, get on the gas. Does have a massive second to Clemenceau. Clemenceau ran second last week and had a $2 SP. If he can rediscover that form, then the $9 on offer is overs, but he just needs it's, to get back to that. He gets his dry ground, so... Sorry. It's, already, it's already in the 8.50, but get on the gas has lost me after last start. Uh-uh. Done. It's a wet track last start. Yeah, probably, but... Anyway, <laughs> I won't be betting in the last. All right. Will's getting a bit unpatient, uh, impatient. Let's go to he, Flemington. He's absolutely raging, punters. He's <laughs> furious. Good races. Come on. 64 grouse at the valley. Get around it. Yeah. All right. Flemington. Moving day. Turnbull Stakes Day. It is a soft five currently, and the rail is out nine metres the entire. So that's interesting oh, in yeah. itself. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, do you got some any figures or thoughts or stats on speed? Um, well, typically, um, when you're at Flemington and the rail's out nine, they normally only do this normally once or twice a year on the um, on the, the, the trial day. This, this meeting, really. yeah, the Derby Trial Day. They normally don't do this, but normally when when this does happen, it's it's heavy, heavy on pace bias, and you do wow. want to be towards the the front of the field. So. Um, yeah, that's something to keep in mind, and obviously, um, there th- there was that really heavy heavy track a couple of weeks ago at Flemington, so the inside was obviously affected there. So that's why they've they've had to do it. Um, yeah, same yeah. as us. Just protecting so I expected to play reasonably on on pace at Flemington. Yep, awesome. Well, the unraced two olds is definitely not my forte, but that's what we've got in the first. It's the Maribyrnong Trial Stakes listed over a thousand meters we've certainly got some well-bred um fillies and is it fillies and colts yeah colts and fillies here but i'm no jump out expert did anyone have a real lean i can't wait for wilbur to spin up something here he's probably got something you know, <laughs> Benny and i are just like next race no you know i don't do two-year-olds early two-year-olds only three-year-olds had a couple <laughs> ratings yeah um, yeah, so move just, on. I don't want to. Just follow I, I Nick Noonan out of the yard race. there, punters. Just follow Nick Nick Noonan out of the yard there. He'll he'll find something grouse for us. We should uh, probably just back the two blue jackets. Sixteen, seventeen dollars. Little luck tester. Yep. Yeah. Fair. Right. All right. Race, race two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Will. He's Got so angry. To be. Wilbur, relax. <laughs> no, I get to good races. I got a good race two. Is the Paris Lane Stakes over 1,400 metres. It's a listed affair. 
And um, did you want to go first, Will, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, sure, I'll go first. This is the best bit you of the day. Um, yeah, this is the best bit of the day. Visionari. Yes. Um, Thank you. Yes. He, I think he just wins this. Um, I think he'll run a rating that none of these horses have ever got anywhere near. Um, the only horse that's gotten near it is the Garden, who ran up to a level that would get near him, but not good enough to beat the level I think Visanara is going to get to. Um, and that was on an on-pace day at Soundown where he led and um, a- and didn't have any um, competition for the lead. So I think he's going to gr- regress off that rating. And, um, yeah, I think Visanara will just find the front. Like, he's got form around Tuvalu, who was well-supported to win the Rupert Clark. Yeah. I know Thank that was you. a bad Group 1, but it, but it's still a Group 1. I think Iron Bene is a, a run on 1,200-meter horse. Um, I don't know if character's even going to be running, but um, I think he can get 220 Visanari, um, and I marked him odds on. And Fill like your boots. Fill yeah, your he's boots. A, he's a very, very good bet, I think. This is huge from Wilbur because he doesn't normally like he doesn't like diving in our pool, Benny. This is absolutely this is groundbreaking stuff here at Racing Previews tonight. Mate, you're yeah. in the deep end hey, now, Wilbur. Yes, no, Carl just pull just straight to the front and and he'll just yeah, it's great bet. I think he just wins. He's the best weighted horse in Australia on Saturday with only fifty four kilos. Oh, I can't. How's he got fifty four? Well, he's raced. I I I'm completely chips in here as well. But you go through the form guide. Last preparation, he ha- he was racing with weights between fifty-seven and a half to sixty-one and a half kilos, and he was competing against horses of the caliber of Chief Altoni, Sir Davy, Tuvalu. Mm-hmm. He's raced in harder races against better horses, and he's racing with the featherweight here. How does that work? This is an easier race than what he's raced in. I can't believe yep, it. Yeah. Poor, poor little The Garden. Yeah. The Garden's one of my horses, but level weights, no way. In hell is The Garden going to yeah. beat Visanari here. No no chance. I um, I So the first up run at Pakenham rated really highly, and then he regressed off that at Sandown, but that was a really slowly run race, which I don't think suited him. And then he went to a race at Caulfield where he was really, really wide and he had to work early. And then off that, he ran to a, a career peak, and then he matched that again. Um, I don't think good tracks anywhere. I think if he runs the rating, the um, the rating he did first up, or the last two ones, the last prep where he didn't have any issues in run, he, he'll he'll just smash this lot. Yeah, and he's going to lob in the perfect position. He's going to be one off the fence with the cover, two pairs back. Where do they go after after they win here? You reckon you wouldn't go to a tour rack against I wish I win, but where Jeez, would you I, I go? Would... I wouldn't. I wouldn't dismiss him in a, in Torak. Hmm. I've I've got a decent opinion of this horse, as obviously to both of you. But like, it's be interesting to see where they go with him. Yeah, it will yeah, be. It will be. All right, we're lining up there. So that is a an early front runner for the the cover photo, possibly Vicenari. Uh We'll move on to race three. It is the Manifold Stakes Group Two, sixteen hundred meters. And this is for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, she's lickety split. The New Zealander has come up favourite again. Will she drift savagely like last time? We'll soon find out. Um, Sumatra, Wasn't Typhoon, she well Titmus. She was early and she drifted uh, late. 
I thought, I thought there was she a drift was well on back to late. She drifted and then she well back to late. Oh, maybe maybe I am wrong. I could be wrong there, punters. I'm no, pretty sure she. Me. I'm pretty sure she was smashed to late. Anyway, yeah. fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, she was smashed to late. She was 480 into 380. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she got out to like nearly five dollars, and I thought, yeah. Thoughts? Are we with the New Zealander? Obviously, this last start performance. It was on a heavy eight track, and she was posted, um, and they went quite fast there, didn't they? On a on a on a pretty slow yeah. track, so goes down as a clear forgive. How much of a forgive are we taking? The three dollars, yes or no? Uh, I'll go here. Yep. Um, this is my next best bet of the day. I'm with the favourite um, again, Huge. which is. Which is I don't know playing pretty short in the market, which I don't really like to do too much. But I've this is this great. Two fifty. Yeah. This is great. I've marked I this love horse. This. I've marked this horse two fifty. It was well backed, um, well backed off the last start because the market thought it was going to get to the the reigning it did it at second ever start, um, second up. It was off a let up there. I think it, I think this is the race that's going to peak it. It it was wide and working there at Caulfield, which you don't really want to do, on, especially on a, on a testing track, um, 28 days between runs. Um, 1,600 metres is obviously a query, but if it if it gets to the, the rating it did um, at its second ever start to win, I think it was a Group 1 that race. Uh, yeah, it was. To win the Group 1 over at Ellerslie, um, she'll win this and she'll win it comfortably. Um, the good track is not an issue, I don't think. Um, I think Sumatra was half blessed by the way the, the, rate, the, way the race was run. Um, she sort of had the sit mm-hmm. on them in a fast run race and she, she ran home late. Um, Typhoon Titmus, um, um, I don't really like the camp too much, even though I backed a winner from that camp today. <laughs> um, oh, trumpet. But yeah. Oh, uh, trumpet. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I marked at 780. And the other horse I gave a chance to, which I've already backed, which doesn't really help anyone, but... Um, as time goes by, I marked eleven, uh, fourteen dollars. Um, she's a, um, she's an. I think she'll be a sharp improver from, from last start. She was, twenty fives into five dollars. Um, on debut at tw- uh, over twelve hundred meters at Morpherville, and then she was well backed again at Sandown and and ran home in some really quick splits, late. Um, but that obviously, was too short for her. She's a genuine Oaks filly or, thousand guineas finny filly. Um. Uh, up to sixteen hundred meters, I think she she'll be run over running over the top late. But I think she's lickety split with the blinkers going on. Damien Lane, she maps forward. Mm. Um, there's a lot of a lot of ticks, and yeah, I, th- I think she she should be she she should be shorter. I think. Yeah, I I saw it pretty similar to you. I thought she's lickety split. You got to forgive getting on a better track and was three wide the trip last start. So. If that didn't take too much out of her, she's obviously the one to beat here. But you've half stole. Yeah, and my that's thunder. that's the issue. You half stole my thunder with as time goes by. I thought beautiful. I've got a hundred to one futures bet for the punters. This might slip underneath the radar, but no, Will was onto it already. She's a hundred to one in the thousand guineas. So I think, I think maybe just have a little have a little ten dollars ten dollars stab at that because if she runs well on Saturday, or if she was even to win on Saturday, well, she's gonna plummet into. Like ten dollars or something silly. So, I think I think hundred to one's far too big for a horse that's a genuine chance on Saturday. This is beautiful, boys. I'm, I might just let you do the podcast, and I'll just sit here and 
uh, and bet. <laughs> I'm just taking the three dollars she's looking to be split, and I'm looking for the futures in the thousand guineas. Beautiful. Um, I don't have too much to add. Um, I am going to stick with the New Zealand filly as well. We're saying the Rumblings are forgive last start. She still ran third, and she had a really, really taxing time of it. Um, I'm not concerned about the mile. Uh, as Will pointed out, blinkers go on. It's absolutely go time here, and I think she'll be too good. So it is, it is, worth, again there. It is worth noting that at least she's respected now at the weight scale. She's not penalised for being a Group 1 winner like she was last start. She's back yeah. at level weights with them, where she had to give them three kilos last start. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, one sec, one sec. So we're going to race four. Is the Rose of Kingston yep. stakes over 1,400 metres, and this is for the mares. Um, it is a group two, and... Pride of Jenny led all the way last start at Caulfield. It was a really well-timed ride, and she's come up favourite um, in front of oh. Yearning Argentia, and then out to Odium and the like. D-Day for one of them here. Same colours as the last race. Old Argentia. She wants to be a horse, not a camel. She steps up here. This is a very winnable race. If she if she's any good, she'll just about piss in here. I don't, I'm not that confident in her, but I'll probably have to have something on because I've been with her over the journey. Mm. Well, like seriously, if she's if she's half serious about being a racehorse, this is it here, isn't it? Yeah. Sure. I'm a little bit grey at the moment. I didn't have a firm opinion in this race. I thought part of Jenny's win was good last start. Obviously, that was only a benchmark 90, so she has to step up in grade. Yearning brings that form through the Let's Elope, Kiss on All Four Cheeks, and Lady of Honor. We know they're both group-class horses. Daisies um, came out of that race and and won last start at the Valley. Um, but Argentia, one thing one thing they mentioned on Get On is... Um, who was it that liked her? BZ or Hachi... Best fresh and potentially could be the case. Well, yeah, she's got every conceivable here. If that's the case, surely. The other horse, um, my other girlfriend in this race, Benny, well, she's half your girlfriend too. Where's she at? Cerulio Miss. Last preparation was a bit who knows what, but if she's going to be back... Um, She's going to be back somewhere near her best. She's obviously going to put in a bold showing here, you'd think. I think she's a rung below the best. Yeah, okay. I think she's a nice, like, she's a good mare. Yeah. Um, and she probably wants, she definitely wants good ground, which she will get. But yeah. um, probably just wait and see. Ben Mallon going on is a big, big booking. Simon Wiles done well there. Yeah. Any thoughts, Will? Yeah, I've got an yeah, I've got an opinion. Um I have um Pride of Jenny three dollars eighty favourite from Yearning. I think Yearning regresses off last start from the map. I hate the map. Um Pride of Jenny last prep she 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 ran well first up and then and then she went to a peak second up. Over fourteen hundred track and track and trip Flemington. Um and she she equaled that peak last start at Flemington. 
But that last last prep second up was that that one where she was just beaten by still a star in that like really really fast run race. So I'm thinking last start wasn't a complete gut buster, and she can go on with it with it. And she has had a stable change. Nothing wrong with Simon Wild, but um, obviously Kieran Maher and David Uses are going to improve her. I think I think if they maintain um, the level she was at last start, I know she had the race run to suit, but she's the sole leader in this race. She'll completely get control of it on a day where I think um, it will be advantageous to be leading. Um, Zach Spain gave her an absolute 10 out of 10 last start. If he does that again, I don't think they'll beat her. Um, I know you're kicking up for Argentia Nico, but I've marked her $10, I think. I've priced her just about up to her best, and her two um, peak ratings are in fast run races, and I don't think she'll get a fast run race here. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the setup first up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've just... Uh, the camp's not going too good good either. Um, the other horse you mentioned, Cyrileo Miss. I actually, I liked her. I, I marked her shorter than the market as well. Um, all of her ratings, you, like if you look at her ratings, you can just see um, on a good track, they just balloon. And then last mm. prep where she, she everyone sort of said, you know, she, she's, she hasn't come up this prep. They've all, they were, all her poor runs were on, were on a soft track. So you just forgive all those, soft. forget those. and 100%. Yeah, they're all, all all of them are soft, and you go you go off a good track form, and, and she's right in this. She's a genuine twelve dollar chance. So, I'll be having something small on Sierra Leo Miss and, and backing um, Pride of Jenny. I might back Pride of Jenny now because I think she'll be shortening on the day. You just got to go back through Sierra Leo Miss's like form when she was going good, and like just look at her SPs. Like, don't just forget last preparation. But like, she started two dollars thirty and beat Frankie Pino, who's obviously won a Wongoom. She started two dollars fifty and beat Foxy Frieda. She started three dollars thirty when Foxy Frieda turned the tables. Like, she's got she's got good SPs. Like, she's a really good horse on her day, and she gets first up and she gets good ground here. Like, she has to be about there. Shouldn't she? Shouldn't be the price she is in the market. I thought she should be closer to ten dollars than twenty dollars. I don't know if I'm yeah, going to back her. She's going to go forward as well. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't know if I'm going to back. Like, I'm not declaring Argentia, so like, don't be mistaken there, punters. I'm just saying, like, for a horse that's had as much hype as her in her career, she needs to step up and be counted for. Like, this is a race that she should, she should just swallow whole, and move on to something bigger if she's going to be any any good. I think she needs yep. a trip, but they want to keep racing over a, over sprints. One yeah. horse I just want to mention off real quickly, Odium is a class horse. Um, she was a nose-off winning the Empire Rose back in 2020. You think she's in the chair, Will? She come back from oh, injury. I can't back a horse off. Like how long she had off a year? I can't back a horse off a year. And nah, she, she ran horrible. in the... Yeah. Yeah, she ran like... Yeah. Yeah, it probably is almost a year ago now. No, I yeah. couldn't back her. 364 yeah, day ago. spell, she did. Yeah. Exactly a year ago, yeah. it was in this race. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There yeah, you go. And, and she and she raced horrible there. So yeah, yeah. yeah and she, she was first up there. So she's had one run. That, she's had run run in about four hundred and fifty days. So couldn't touch her. Yeah, easy. All right, the Dane Hill Stakes is race five. It is a Group Two over eleven hundred meters. Giga Kick heads the market here. He's into two dollars even money. So good go there. Buenos Noches got the win on protest last start. He beat Spacewalk, who has scratched 
Unfortunately, we took a, a little bit of $9, and that is money burnt. Dual, $9, and then Swiss Exile, Zoo Sensation, and Great Barrier Reef are the other chances in the market. I am pretty keen on the favorite here, Giga Kick. Um, he just hasn't really put a foot wrong. Um, obviously, he's unbeaten three from three. He has been an absolute line chaser, and he hasn't yet got out to 1,200 meters. He's been the strongest home in all three runs. He's run the fastest um, four to the two in two of his runs, and then he's run the fastest last furlong in all three of his wins so far. So that tells me an extra 100 meters is exactly what he's looking for. Draws it's out 11. 11. Oh, it is 1100. Um, draws okay. out an 11. Yeah, still, he's run like he's so strong late, and all he needs to do is grab a bit of cover here. Craig just tucks in behind him, and hopefully the outside ground is the place to be. Um, obviously, yeah, I said I was sticking up for spacewalk, so gutted he's out. Um, but nah, pretty pretty keen on favourite. Yeah, it was a handy slice of information that uh, that I got got my hands on earlier during the week and was able to give our loyal listeners an edge in the market. So hopefully uh, everyone's got the close friends story uh, notifications or you know top of the screen, so you would have seen seen that and been able to get an edge. But yeah, um, three dollars. Yeah, $3 looks real good now, doesn't it? With what you need and both space hook out. So uh, I'm not prepared to sack Duel just yet. Look, look, obviously Giga Kick deserves to be a very short price favourite. He's been nothing short of impressive, but I'm still not convinced Duel was in the best going last start. Um, I'm just happy to forget it and just take what he did on debut. Um, lose Zaz, but get Jamie's. So there's no, we lose nothing there. And yeah, I, I think $8 is just a silly price. Like if he was to win um, off one bad run, I'd kick myself. Uh, something that you taught me, Benny, and something that I've thoroughly drilled into myself over the last little bit is you always got to forgive a horse one bad run. I'm quick to put the sword through him, so it is a working progress over the journey, but I was paid back in spades with Cool and Gatta last week for giving one bad run. So I'm happy to forgive Dual, Dual one here. You just had to sneak in Cool and Gatter. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> well, you've you, had you've had you your had fun. to sneak it in. You had your fun on on, on Monday night, so I had, yeah, I, had, right. I had to get my little sword back in. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Um, so I've marked Giga Kick, um, even money, so market price. Dual, I thought I was going to be backing, but looks like the market's um, cottoned on to him. He was big price early. I think it was $15 or $14 or whatever he was. <clears throat> but I've got him about market price. Bonus notches I couldn't touch. What price is bonus notches? It's like $4, isn't it? Four forty. Yeah, dual's, I've got a $10. I've got $10. Yeah, right. Okay. So I've got dual $7. I, I won't back it, but I've got bonus notches um, 10 bucks. I uh, have Swiss Exile, I've got Market Price, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Great Barrier Reef. I've got shorter than the market, but I probably won't back it. So I'm probably just not betting in this race unless Giga Kick gets a big drift, which I don't think it will. So I'll probably just leave this race. 
Beauty. We'll go to race six. It's the first leg of the quaddy, and it is the time-honoured Bart Cummings over 2,500 metres. Interpretation heads the market $4.60. He's a very, very well weighted with only 54 kilos. Dark and Sweet Junior Sixes. Desert Icon on the backup Sixes. He's backed up twice now, this preparation. Then we're out to Luna Flare 950. Vow Declare 10s. High Emotion 10s. Shiraz 12 and Midnight Blue 15. It is a golden ticket, I believe, into it the is. Melbourne Cup. Yep. It is. So I just want to go to the ballot order because this is very important when you want to be betting into races like this punters you want to see um which horses are actually in the cup already um so if you if you just want to discuss i'll try and get this up what was your market in this race wilbur um i had interpretation 450 desert icon 660 lunar flare nine dollars found declare eleven dollars Francesco Guardi, I've got twelve eighty. Uh, King of the Castle, I've got fifteen dollars. High Emotion, I've got sixteen dollars, uh, and pretty much longer than the rest. So you, I, is I, I've it, taken an edge with Francesco and King of the Castle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, but but I think I'll back Interpretation as well. But I'll, I'll, I may as well just go now. So Interpretation is, um, it's not it's not in the cup already. Um, it needs to win this, and I think th this is obviously um, uh, Kieran's cup horse, sort of low on the weights type of um, type of horse. Um, it's it peak figure. It's run the exact same figure uh, figure twice um, in France and Ireland um, over twenty eight hundred and three thousand. So you could argue it needs needs a bit longer than this, but um, yeah, they they backed it as if it was unbeatable last start they were backing it off off that figure i guess but it didn't quite run up to it but it didn't have everything to suit and it was it was 56 days between runs so you, you forgive that run second time 2500 um i think it gets I, I, i'm not i'm not marking it off um those two figures um it's it's peak figures but i've i've got it a little bit below that and i've and i've got a 450 so um craig williams give it a perfect ride i think he'll send it forward um yeah he he's the deserved favorite from desert icon desert icon run a really nice figure last up but the problem with desert icon is he's a complete control freak um and he need he needs to find the front which he won't find here uh francesco guardi who brings the sydney form down um i've found as well he's his form actually stacks up pretty well here um if he runs 2500 which i think he will um he he ran once at Ascot in 20, 2021 behind Shorefire actually um, in, uh, in a race over the Ascot Carnival um, and he ran reasonably well there uh, if he stretches out to 2400 there's no no reason as to why he won't be running up to he's, he's formed this prep and running a, 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 um, a competitive race here and the other one is King of the Castle who was absolutely slaughtered by Jai McNeil last start but that was good for me because I backed the winner. Um, Another trumpet. Two trumpets he, in one night. Yeah, I know. He, he backs up. Um, he backs up and gets the blinkers on. There's intent here. They want to get this horse into the cup. I don't think it's in the cup already. Well, they wouldn't have so much intent if he was. But, um, yeah, I've marked it a bit shorter than the mark and, I, and I'll be betting. So hopefully they put it into the race this time. 
and he he, he ran fourth in that he uh, King of the Castle ran fourth, running to 102 in the Irish St Ledger, behind horses like Sunny Boy Liston um, and uh, Twilight Payment. So um, obviously those horses would be competitive, and one of them won the Melbourne Cup. So um, if he runs up to that form, he'll he'll be just about winning here. So I could back back him. Huge. Uh, yeah, I think we just have to trust the big support last start for interpretation um he was beaten by the stable mate there high emotion but kieran just absolutely knows how to peak these horses for i'd say this is this is a semi-grand final he definitely has to win it just looking at the order of entry he is number 51 in line so he's not in um so a lot of intent here and 2,500 metres again, I think he should be just about peaking fitness. Um, gets, a, gets a dry track. That could also be in his favour. I do rate Luna Flair as a horse, and I think she needs all of 2,500 metres. She won the Mooney Valley Gold Cup uh, this time last year, and she beat Floating Artist, who ran fourth in the Melbourne Cup, I believe. Um, he was one of the real boom horses uh, boom stayers last spring so those are the two I definitely want in the quaddy um, Nico what are your thoughts that was a sick day that day when Luna Flair beat floating artist I remember that vividly yeah, yeah it was um, yeah I think you boys have touched on it pretty much pretty much everything um, be interested to see how Vian Declare goes he ran a much improved yeah, he ran race well last, last start. start. So mm. you'd think he's, he's going to get back, get back to... Yeah. If only if only old where Vaughan Declare had the old uh, French racing handicap system. It's taken him this long to get back into, back with a rating that he can actually be competitive in some of these races and not carry the grandstand. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, of course, it's the first thing of the quality, thanks... Not much else, I suppose. Let's do the quaddy then. Um, Maybe one in. Get your, right get your pen out. Yeah. One Shiraz. I'll go interpretation. Oh, no. No, we're going number order. Sort them in okay. number order. We're going from the top. Number one Shiraz, I'm saying no. Mm, no. no. Two V undeclared goes in. Yeah. Three Serpentine, I'm saying no. No. Four Dark and Sweet Junior. No. Hard against it. No. 50 51 for me. No. No. Oh. He's a good stayer. Marked at 30s. He beat in a twinkling over 2,500 metres at the valley and then he got spanked by Skelm. Oh, I think he wants 3,200. He's a. Th- it's just a just the very. Horse. Just both horses. Are, both horse and. Uh, both trainer and jockey are going good, but we'll leave it out. Yep. Desert Icon. Got none. Desert Icon. No. Nah, leave 50-50. Him out. Leave him out. All right. San Huberto, $21. No. 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 I want this Midnight next Blue. one in, though. Yeah, I want him in. Mm, All right, I can, I can cop that. I can cop that. Well, just because he's, he's, he's been looking for a trip, and he finally, he finally gets one. I don't yep. think he's good enough, but sure. Luna Flair goes in. Yeah. High emotion. Yeah. I'd want in. 
because she spanked no. him last time. It'd be, oh, you don't want high emotion in. Up to you. Yes. Can I just say something about high emotion? Yeah. There's two yeah, of but her. can I just say something about high emotion? Of course. Her high emotion, every... This is, this is something to follow about high emotion. Every single time she's peaked, every single time she's run a peak rating, it's been off 35, 30, um, 30, 35, 36, or 38 days. So if you ever find high emotion of 35, 36, or 35 days, whatever, around that, that range, she's, she's set to peak. Well, do we want her in or out? No, I don't want her in. Because she's already won her race. To, All right, to she's her. out. 10 interpretation is in. Did yeah. you say you want Francesco Guardi in, Will? I'm happy You're to me, aren't you? I'm yeah, happy to yeah, No, nah, yeah, put it in. No. We've taken on lots, Nico. We better. We may as well have something at 17s. Yeah. Aurora Symphony out. Uh, the Good Fight out. Which one did you want? Did you want King of the Castle or Team Captain, Will? King of the Castle. King of the Castle. King of the Castle's in... Is it, is, team it is, captain. is it worth noting that Team Captain, once he got out to the trips, I know it was in lesser grade, but he did run a bold race against Smoking Romans in a Pakenham Cup. Thoughts? Mm. I'm happy to leave it out so if you don't want it in there, but... We've taken on a lot of $6 chances. It, it, it'll run a nice race, but I don't think it'll win. All right, we'll just put King of the Castle in then. All right. Yeah. Let's go to race seven. It is the Group One Turnbull Stakes. Group one. It's over two thousand meters. Well, it's officially a Group One. <laughs> yeah. Um, officially. It, it is featuring probably more Caulfield Cup horses this year than Cox Plate horses. We'll soon find out what path they go on. Just as we've been recording, Gold Trip is into three dollars sixty, so a lot of good money there. Jewess is four sixty, Profondo nine fifty, and then we're out to oh wow, Surefire's into thirteen dollars, Inspirational Girl fourteen, Allegron fourteen, Youngworther fourteen, three trumpets and one night for Will, and it still hasn't finished yet. Maximal sixteen. <laughs> this is huge for you, Will, that's it not? This is this is all time high areas. He's got no, Dan O's figures and he just thinks he's a king. Yeah, JDX, bit yeah, of well. JDX in yarn. You're a different cat now, Wilbur. You're happy to back favourites. <laughs> yeah, Dan many... O's rating says you can back favourites and everything. It's great. <laughs> I've, I've, I've declared Surefire as the Turnbull Stakes winner for for like. Tell us like why. The last two months. So. Oh well, he's just a complete good track horse. Like, um, I remember one day, um, uh, Scurry from the, the mailbag I was listening to their their review um, podcast and he's a he's a good judge in the yard and he was saying this horse is like just a big strong fast net rock firm track type like he's only ever going to go on a on a on a good track he ran he ran a peak figure first up um, over 1400 meters and the closest thing you'll get to a good track um, closest thing that he's seen to a good track um, then he obviously um, went to Randwick over 1600 meters and got back and never really ran on as a well-supported favorite and then ridden outside his comfort zone in a um in a fast run race at Randwick over 2000 meters again on the soft track so um 
I think he gets to a good track. He's going to run at least a figure he did first up, maybe even better. If he betters it, he's a genuine single single figures chance here. Um, I've backed him early. Um, if we did the podcast earlier, then you know that would have been great. But unfortunately, the price is gone now, so I can't really suggest to back him. But if he drifts on the day, then then, then he's probably a bet. But um, the other horse, well, I wanted to to find Gold Trip in the race, but he's getting a bit short now. Um, I marked like Gold Trip's peaks in in France would just absolutely destroy this field, but I, I, I'm not sure he's going to get back to that. If he if he runs a 109, which he has in the past, then he'll just completely lap these in the. He do that in the arc. Um, or, or even in the at, at where, where he um, he ran behind Broom, he went he ran a one oh seven. If he he gets anywhere near that, he'll just completely smack these. But I'm not so sure he will. Um, and then I've got it from Dewis. I've marked Dewis seven dollars. The problem with Dewis is last prep she came off that re- the really nice sectionals in the um the the Chipping Norton. She ran really really quick late time. And she was like, she was obviously going really well. This prep, she's going horrible. Like she's like, I know she's she's been set out the back in slowly run races, but like she just doesn't seem to be going very well. And I think it's like I've marked her sort of near her best, but not up to the the, the rating she did in the Australian Cup. Like a, a whole um, rating point behind that. Um, so I'm pretty pretty firmly against Jewess at the price. Then I've got Profondo actually. So if Profondo drifts, I'll be back in Profondo. Um, he ran he ran an one hundred and two point nine at at his uh, at his third ever start. So you'd probably be stupid to suggest that he's that's his complete peak. Every single start after that has been on a wet track. Just completely forget that. He's going to get a great map here. Craig Williams goes on. I know the setup's horrible, but um, but you know he um, just needs good ground. Just, he, yeah, he just needs a good track. He's going to get that here, and if he runs up to his at least his um, his his uh, spring champion win, he's going to go pretty close here. If if Gold Trip doesn't explode, but um, or if if he betters that, then well, he could he could almost win it. So he he could win it. So um, I'll be backing Profondo as well. So I'll be probably betting two horses, Profondo and Surefire, and if Gold Trip gets a drift. Then, which I don't think he will, then I'll back Gold Trip. But, um, yeah. Beautiful. Well, I don't think there's any time left on the podcast for us to speak. Nico? Yeah, what do you that went a long... <laughs> sorry. That, sorry. That, that went a long <laughs> fucking time. I was only falling asleep. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Well, well, that's what we're paying you here for, for all this information with your new media system. So that's good that you're contributing and you're making mine and Benny's life a lot easier. Um, <laughs> D-Day for Gold Trip like if he's going to be competitive in races better than this he needs to be sh- stepping up and be counted for um, quite happy to keep the swords for a Jewess she's never been one of mine I don't think she's going any good for the sake of a, an opinion um, the interesting horse for me outside of my selections is Profondo he could absolutely explode Back on a good track where he, he he should just be transferred to Melbourne and just he should only run here. Not he should never run in Sydney again. 
Because all they do is get he wet tracks and he's got a wet track now. pipe. Yeah, and he should he be getting ready for a cox plate. He still yeah. could be getting ready for a cox plate if he runs well tomorrow. But um, mm. yeah, could could see what you say with Surefire, but I'm going for the colours for the other um, ownership companion in Maxwell. Team Judmont. Team Judmont. Uh, Maximal is the horse that I wanted to be with outside of Gold Trip. He is a horse who just needs good ground. He proved that um, when he should have beaten Hwetor. First up, last preparation. Well, wasn't really first up. He was off a little freshen up. But um, then obviously that was the day that he beat Zaki. So that's, that form's obviously intertwinable. I know Zaki probably wasn't right that day, but it's still got merit, I think. Um, and yeah, he was unlucky in the Q22 when New Marion won. Um, so yeah, this horse is just screaming out for dry ground. He finally gets it. Um, I hope he runs a bold race here. He might not win, but I just want to see him running a good race because I think he's a, a live chance in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, on good ground in a Caulfield Cup and the racing previews punters will be happy that they should be on at 126 to 1 if they caught any of that Benny who are you with beautiful uh, no I'm, I'm pretty happy just to follow your boys lead here and go team Judmont um, I already am on both horses at I think $26 and $21 so happy to see you be a bit of market support there um, Talent-wise, I don't think there's actually that much between Maximal and Shorefire. Uh, they're both horses who can reel off a real big final 400 metres. Um, so, yeah, happy to back both of them. Um, other than that, poking around, I could back Profondo. Um, Crystal Pegasus is another horse I've had a very, very small bet on. I just think he's another one who... He could be in the chair, don't get me wrong. But he's, he's, got he got, he's already got his ticket to the Caulfield Cup, so he's not peaking yet. That's the that's the thing, because he won that Mornington race. Yeah, it is true, but I, I can see him running an improved race back on good ground. I, I will say that. Let's get into the quaddy. Knight's order, I don't think it can be good enough to win this, surely. Yeah, well, we know what happens in these staying races. They walk. These He's horses. not winning a Turnbull. Not winning. He's not winning a Turnbull. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think he Move can. Move on. But Jewess has to go in because you like her. I'd risk her, but me. me. I didn't. I didn't say I like Jewess. I'm happy to risk her. Got take. Yeah, risk her. Risk her. Risk her. Yeah, we'll risk her then. Jewess is out. New Marion. He's won no. one race that he shouldn't have won. He's he's in the Caulfield Cup as well. He is yeah. ninth in the ballot order. Yeah. So no intent. Risking Profondo goes in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Great house out of play Great from house, fifteen no. or you want him in? Great house no. Yeah. Smoking no. Romans, lots of people's ticking up for. Oh you saying yes or no? Just, no. Smoking just tries. No. I want him in the quaddy. Alright. He's just a trier. He he doesn't he doesn't Smoking know how to is run in. a bad race, Will. Number seven, Milford, Milford is no. not in. Inspirational girl. No. no. She pulled up lame last start. She's got the real drift here. I think she opened $8. She's out to 14s. Yeah, none. I don't know. She can win, but 
Okay. Not if she's not right. She got spanked not by Mr. Brightside. Uh, Chapada, I kind of want him in. No. Okay, whatever. Yeah. He ran yeah, third in this race last year. He ran a huge race in this race last year. But that was a pace meltdown. <laughs> True. That was a pace meltdown. <laughs> he's in. Yeah, he's in. Uh, 10 yeah. Allegron. No. This is a hard one for me. He's going in. He's one of ours, Benny. Okay. Allegron's in. Young so, Werler draws so, barrier one. So is Young Werler. Yes, yes. Young Werler's in. Gold Trip is obviously in. Crystal Pegasus, I was sticking up for him, but I'm, no, I'm not, not going mad if he's not in. Luncey's is not in. Maximal Luncey's, goes in 15. No, Maximal. Yes. Yeah, Maximal is short fire. Yes. And then he's a and shocker. And then he's a shocker. No. No. Beautiful. Right. It's going to be low percentage quality, but let's move on. The Gilgar Stakes is race eight. Sorry. It is 1,200 meters um, down the straight, obviously, and Swats that has come up favour again. This well, is Will's yeah, type of race. Swats that was a little bit disappointing oh, last start. Um, she's got the new colours there in the blue and purple. Athalric brings a bit of SF down and gains the services of Jamie Carr, um, the new market winner, Rock and Horse, and then the toppy is Private Eye. I won't read any more of the market out. What are those colours? Whose colours are they? Don't know. Is that a, is that a, no, is that a, no is that a fuck up from the tab? No, I think it's proper. It's it's everywhere. Weird. Righto, do I go first? This is your race, Wilbur. This is your favourite. This is your race, mate. All right. I've marked Kemal Pass a favourite oh, in this God. race. <laughs> um, he comes off the oh, exact same now. setup as he did last. What? I'm joking. Get going. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> he um he he comes off comes off the exact same um setup as he did last year, um where he was just beaten by Free of Debt, and then he ran a figure that would win this. Um, this race he ran an 105 in the um, in in this race last year it was beaten by Kementaro who's gone on to you know he's he's a group two group two sort of horse um, exact same setup this year um, he 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 ran better um, in this year's race um, first up than he did last than he did last year um, I don't know I think he's a he's a, he's I've marked him 580 so he's no moral but I. But he's, I think he's nine fifty, ten dollars at the moment. So, I'll be betting. Um, rock and horse is a sort of a rock around a hundred rating. Gets to know, yeah. Um, pun not intended. Um, she's just gonna. <laughs> she, she'll run that rating again. Um, so what's that? Is obviously the danger. Um, she'll she'll improve. I think. Um, how much? I'm not sure. Um, does she see out a strong? 1200 I don't really know um, her best form is probably over 1100 meters um, yeah um, I was hard against a Thalric I think 1200 meters is a stretch for this horse and um, it's only it's only so short in the market because it because it, of its form this preparation I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's much good at all um, and I've marked it 20s oh, 17 dollars so um, 
Yeah, so I'll be betting Kimball Passer. The uh, Everest slot trial for Private Eye, is it, here? What Breaking was that? up a little bit there, Nico. Cut out. Is it the Private Everest, Eye, Everest slot? Yeah, Everest slot trial yeah. tomorrow for Private Eye. Or Saturday. Oh, I've marked I've marked Private Eye $18. It's gotten up. It's way unders. It's way oh, unders. Oh, yeah, it's, it's got absolutely no. I'm, just, I'm being a cheeky prick. Yeah. yeah. Nico, do you have a lean? If you don't, let's get this podcast rolling and moving no. on. No. No, right. no, I don't. I don't really right. either. Yeah, move on. Um, let's just do the quaddy quickly. Private Eye, no. Baller. No. Mm. Yes. Baller, yes. The astrologist, yes. Yeah. Serious suspect, yes. Camel passer, yes. Rockin' horse, yes. And I'm happy to have I'm happy to take on Tycoonus Athalric. Happy to take on Zutori. Oh, was Zutori any good last time? It's our time and swats. Yeah, I think so. There we go with anything. Yeah. Just, just put, it, in, just put um, swats that in. And, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, last right. race of the day. Last race is the superimposed stakes over 1,800 metres. And again, this is probably the worst way you could ever finish a Flemington card. I don't have any opinion of it, but I'm sure Will does, so I'll throw to Will. Um. So, if I've, if if Pavitra gets a start, I've marked it just about favourite. Like it beat Pavitra. Who? Who's that? Pavitra. Oh right, I've yeah. never heard of that. Um, it doesn't have a jockey. Yeah, it's a Sydney horse. It doesn't have a jockey right now, so I'm not sure if it's running. But um, if it is, then 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 it's a bet. It beat it beat Money from the Sky um, last start, which is. In, 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 like, you, do you know who Money from the Sky is? Most people would know who Money yeah. from the Sky is. The Mark Newham horse. It's a good Sydney yeah. horse. Yeah. Um, and th- and then it's been in the distance and won by three lengths. Um, so yeah, it, it's got the ratings and it, and it, the blinkers go on first time. Um, I've marked it just about favourite. Um, in this race, uh, and if but if it gets stri- scratched, I'll be betting, um, Catazio. Kat- it's a really nice type I've heard, and and I think it's I think it'll go forward here, and, and should be hard to beat. So if I'll be betting Pavitra, and but if it gets scratched, I'll be betting Cadazio. Right, Sydney Cadazio. We haven't even finished the Quaddy League. Quaddy, 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 Quaddy. Wilbur, let's get this right. settled down. Mister Maestro, yeah, might have to help us out here, Will. Mister Maestro, yes, Major uh, Mister Maestro. No, yes. no, 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 Mr. Maestro, no. What? Um, it comes off the really heavy track run, and it's just complete heavy track horse. No. Fucking hell. Mr. Maestro's going in. Sure. Okay, it is, him in the it is. It's going in the quaddy. It's going in. All right. All right. All right. Major Two. Bill. Yes. I think Major Bill can be forgiven no. for last start. Yeah, it can be forgiven. Okay. Um, Red Sun Sensation, Red. no. Well, we can leave it out if you want, Wilbur. Artino yeah. goes I'd... in. Yeah. And then we'll take, what's what's Wilbur's one? Cadazio, 11. We can skip over some of those. What do you think of that Capacuri? Yeah. Cap- 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 
Uva, number nine. Cabecchio. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, no. So, Cadazio, oh, um, um, Cadazio, Berardino, uh, and Pavitra. Okay, 12, 15, 11, 12, 15, 11, 12, 15. Got it. All right, we've got to pick up the speed a little bit here because we're dragging yeah. our asses behind. We go to uh, Ranwick. Um, it's a soft seven at the moment. Uh, what's doing with the rail at Ranwick? One sec, one sec, one sec. Very important information. Whatever that is, is that joint? It is out three meters. So I don't think it'll have too much of an effect. effect. Um, there, There is more rain on the way. So I am hoping it comes to a certain extent for one horse that I have a big bet on in race six. But the first bet I'll be having is I'm happy to butter up for Montefilia here. Uh, race four, she goes around in the hill stakes. It's only a small field of eight. But on these heavy tracks at 2,000 meters, I think she is the superior animal to these. Cascadian's a good horse, but I think 2,000 meters probably sees him out, especially on a testing track. This will, this will be more like a, a 2,200 meter race. And Montefilia has stamina in spades. So she was awesome first up in the George Main got within nearly two lengths of Animo and a wet track just means that she she is close to the M-bomb. Oh, Jeez, Montefilia looks immoral. Second up, she peaks. She'll win that. Bang. What there price is go. she? Even money. What price is she? No, she's odds on. A dollar 85. Oh, she's now... She, Ah, she's dollar okay. ninety on bet three six five, so no spoil, but small field. She's only got to beat Cascadian, really. She's not really a horse that I'm prepared to take odds on about. She got rolled in the fucking oaks. No, not back to her. Fair I hate enough. her. She also right. hate she her. spanked very elegant on a on a slow tempo. She'll win punters. Race six is yeah. the flight stakes. 1,600 metres for right. the three-year-old fillies. Go on. And you might just want to turn... You just might want to turn your volume, volume up here because <laughs> I think everyone knows that I am very, very keen on number one, Fireburn. I've said it in the group chat. I've said it uh, on stories. I've said it on Twitter. I honestly think she's the best bet of the year so far. Um, we backed her at $5.50 all in. That was unreal we backed her again at three dollars and she's now into two dollars fifty her last start effort um in the golden rose there's only one horse that ran a bigger final 600 meters than her and it was the winner jackano who was in the better ground um i thought it might have been a bit of a sneaky run but everyone's clued on now she's been smacked into two dollars fifty and the rain hasn't even come yet so i think if this rain starts to come down then she could even be even better supported um we saw she hit her peak on a very heavy track in the golden slipper last preparation um third up 1600 meters she's probably she's probably come back a little bit more dour it 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 often happens when a horse gets out to 1600 meters as a two-year-old um that's exactly what she did so she's set to peak here she's on the back up and Wilbur, I know you've marked her odds on, and so can I. I'll be having a big, big bet. Yeah. I, I had a quick look at the race, and she was odds on for me. Wow. Absolutely huge. Sounds here. 
Well, it looks like I'm coming with. Against my Leave will. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Zil got gotcha. you. You're going to hear it if she get if she if this slipper curse is a thing. <laughs> oh. That's fine. Mate, I'm I'm ready to hear it. Zoo Gotcha only just beat Madame Pomery last start, and then Wolverine was third. Just pen the whole race. It is not gold. It is not golden rose form. Yeah, well, I know Zoo Gotcha beat in secret, but it's still look, still trying to get out in secret. So. And Flyburn's proven at sixteen hundred meters. If if anything, yeah. she's extreme. You could maybe stick up for a little bit, but Fireburn's a better horse. She went past her like she was standing still last start, and she'll do it again. Well, the only thing that she's going to beat is the slipper curse. I'm telling you, that's it. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, move on to the Premier Stakes, 1,200 metres. There are some nice sprinters engaged here. One of them is the top weight, lost and running. Uh, He was very good first up in the shorts. He ran third behind Nature Strip. Mazu, $4.40. He'll be praying the heavens open because he is a good wet tracker. Six overpass. He recently got into the Everest. Then we're up to Kementari, Mask Crusader, and Private Eye is also accepted in this race. For mine, this is probably... I think it's between the top two. I think it top, is between Lost and Running and Mazu. I am a massive Lost and Running fan, and I thought he's... Um, I know you're agree, Nico. His first up run was excellent. He definitely wants 1,200 meters. I just don't want to see a heavy 10 for him. I know he has. I know he's won on a heavy, but I just think a very, very sodden track does bring Mazu back into it. But I do want to be betting on lost and running. I just think I won't be having as big a bet if it does get proper heavy. If this is a soft seven, then I think he's immoral. Yeah, I'm with. I don't think Mars is a horse anyway, so yeah, I'll, it's a, a one-out job for me. Lost the running. In my, opi- in my opinion, he's priced up to his best. Couldn't get him that short, but but he, he looks the on-top horse in that race. I think you'll get 260, 270, especially if it rains. I think Mars will start for They'll bucks. back Mars They love him. Yeah. They love him. I marked Kimitari shorter than the market. Special K. Can, could he be a chance to get an Everest yeah. on? <laughs> Maybe he's good Dolphin's horse. Yeah, well, if he wins this, he probably could be, to be honest. All these peaks are on a heavy track. All of all of We'll happily keep Paul Haley for the Manicato. That's what, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So keep Paul Haley yeah. for the Manicato. All right, right, let's go to the Epsom. Um, Epsom. Uh, Ice Bath has come up. Three dollar eighty favorite hinged is four twenty. She's very well weighted down on forty one. Uh, sorry, forty one fifty one and a half kilos. You'd have to be riding it, Wilbur. Uh, top ranked, the top weight is four dollars sixty, and then cross talk seven fifty. Fangirl's got the blows out to nine fifty. We know she doesn't really want a wet track. Um, <laughs> top rank we backed at six dollars. Um, early on when markets opened I think it is a good bet I thought his first up win was excellent it was off a a good speed that's probably the thing he loses here cross talk will go forward Nimalee will go forward Ellsberg will go forward I'm hoping Converge goes forward so I'm hoping there still is some speed for him 56.5 kilos but it is a compressed kind of weight scale they all got uh, they all got given an extra kilo because the natural top weight Zaki came out um, I'm with top ranked, but 
I'll probably will be saving one of the girls as well. I'm just not sure which one yet. It's a very hard race to figure out. I know that sounds like a stupid comment, but Ice Bath, she's very genuine, but you go through, when she's there to win a race, she doesn't often win. Mm. That's her thing. Like She's going to be able to win one of these races. You'd love to own her. She's won $4.5 million. She's going to be a great mum after she finishes racing on the track. But can she step up and win a race is going to be the big question. This is her chance. This is her it's, last chance. It's D-Day. Well, it's, yeah, absolutely, it's D-Day. If she doesn't win here, that's it. The other horse that half interested me, I didn't have the stat. I didn't have time to find today, but I'd love to know what the what the success rate of horses on the backup is. There's one horse here that won last week that you were sticking up for, Benny, and she absolutely eats mud. So if it's bottomless, Nimalee could be not the worst. I don't know if she's good enough, but hmm. she eats mud and she'll be up on speed, so she'll have every chance. I priced this market up just really quick, rough market, but um, I know Nico's going to um, yell at me, but I marked Converge 10 bucks and he's, what is he, 20s, 30s or something? So, third up, third up, third up, um, he won the, was it the Rose Hill Guineas or Randwick Guineas, whichever one's the 1600 meter one. Um, oh, God. He, he ran, he ran a, a peak figure there on a heavy track. I know, I know that was, he was gifted by um, no pressure and a half liter bias track, but. And a sleepy you know, ride from J Mac. Yeah, well. Whatever. If he if he gets anywhere near that form, he's a he's a genuine chance in this race, and he's very he's a very big price here, so I'd be backing him. TC has got to get him out of the barriers. He sat last in a nine horse field last start. He's drawn one. If he goes back to last, yeah, then he but may he, as well he be drew wide. Fair no, enough. But he fair drew enough. wide there, and there's no intent. There'll be intent in the Epsom from barrier yep. one. Righto. Um, I right, I couldn't have him, but that's all right. We'll go to the Metrop. It is race nine, twenty four hundred meters. Uh, handicap Durston is in flying form but loses J-Mac and gets K-Mac a uh, bit of a negative JC Stockman Ladonda V we know they're good wet trackers then we have to grow ferry no compromise and Arapaho uh, Stockman for me Stockman good wet tracker yep I didn't want to bar Durston it can't win with Kira McAvoy on it may as well have me on it it's got absolutely none Stockman, yeah. good wet tracker. Happy to be with. I know Kieran Ma um, actually says Ladonda V is the best wet tracker in his stable. So I could potentially back one and two. Uh, yeah. No compromise. He he ran well last start. Um, is he good enough to win here? Potentially. Um, but yeah, Durson losing J-Mac is just such a, such a big jockey change. Um, has one on soft tracks but hasn't gotten to a heavy so I'll probably just spec one and two and then have a real small saver on six no compromise alright yeah. is that it for the bets um, Grove Ferry I didn't mind in that race no worries that's it that's it uh, the only horse I wanted to mention um, is race seven Hastings in New Zealand we have tipped in the Group 1 Arrowfield stud plate, La Creek. She is a very, very, very talented mare. 
for the Alexanders. She ran really well, over 1,400 metres first up. She was probably in the inferior ground, stuck on the fence there. She now gets to 1,600 metres. Um, no imperatories in this race. They didn't accept because of the wet ground. Uh, it's a heavy nine at the moment there. Um, Mustang Valley is a decent sort of horse, but brings in far inferior form and has drawn out in the car park in 15. And then you've got a horse like Defibrillate. We know him from his Australian form. He's he's $9. So if the creek can't beat Defibrillate, Defibrillate um, then she doesn't really deserve to be up in markets over here in Australia for our decent races. So I think she should be putting pay to them. We've taken $2.80. So that that is my only other bet around the country. Only other one that I'll add on is race eight, Morphville, if he runs six by 63. You don't need the intro, but gets in very well at the weights. Looks a very yeah. winnable race for him again. So I'll be betting if he's there. Beauty. All right, I've only got two questions. We'll quickly answer them and then we'll wrap up the potty. Beautiful. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? All right, a quick question time before we wrap up. Um, I've got one from Jay Martina. It says, is Zaki done? Does he win the Cox Plate after that performance? Looks hard to beat. Uh, it looks hard to beat Animo now. I've got a strong opinion on this after watching, after viewing the figures. And in the Underwood, they haven't gone fast at all. I know a lot of trainers were saying, oh, to the eye, it looks like they went a decent clip, but they didn't. For Group 1 class, over 1,800 metres, they went slow. And that is just not Zaki's go. He was stepping from 1,400 metres to 1,800 metres. He wasn't able to dictate the race. And then it turned into... You know, TC just rode the perfect race, clicked up the speed at the right time. He increased his speed from the six to the four and then the four to the two. And Zaki is never going to win a sit and sprint like that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't judge Zaki off that run. Um, he'll be fitter third and fourth up and he should be able to go forward, um, inject more pressure into the race. Jamie was definitely looking after him, I think. So in my opinion, no, he's not done. Yeah, I'm with you, Benny. I think think it's only it's one and a half horses who can win a Cox Plate, and he's the half horse. Otherwise, it's animos to lose. Yeah. The other one I had was from Kyle. uh, This is a hard surname. Kyle Wilkendorter says, "Is a fireburn as certain as me junk texting my ex at two a.m." Well, I don't know how certain you are to junk text your ex at 2 a.m., but it sounds like it's happening. (laughs) I will say that because Fireburn wins, the beers will be flowing, and uh, you'll be texting her, mate. (laughs) Kyle Kyle gets a hat for that. That's a ripper. Yeah. Kyle, send in in, uh, your address for the bands. Get it across to Willie Barb's. And we'll get you some wear the punt merch, I reckon. Yeah, that's a ripper. Any other questions, statements, trumpets? Uh, um, I'll luck. be I'll be doing um, assess prices on my Twitter, so follow me at Will Alford um, on behalf of Racing Previews. So I'll be I'll be doing my I'll posting my assess prices before each race on Saturday. 
beauty. I'll, I'll be resharing them on the page. Listening. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry, mate. They're still listening. And maybe, maybe, maybe with your market, you can just refresh who you're, who you're backing in case you change to, from your B to your yeah, ASAP. Yeah, that's, for the that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, because sometimes I change because of, I don't know, between Thursday and Saturday, my, my opinion can change or all conditions will change. So just, just do that as an extra thing, I guess. Yeah. Beauty. Uh, best bet multi. I almost forgot, but I didn't. My leg is Fireburn, race six at Randwick. She's $2.50 and she's a bet of the year. So that's my leg. You want Visionari, Wilbur? Well, what are you going to be? Well, either Outback Action tomorrow night or... You go you go Visionari, I'll go um, She's Lookity Split. Right, I'm done. Sounds good to me. We'll keep it to Saturday. The Valley uh, will have its time in the sun tomorrow. Yeah, so fi- Fireburn, She's Lickety Split, and um, and Visionari. And Visionari. Yeah. Beauty. I cannot see that losing. <laughs> it's one of the better multis that we've uh, had so far. Yeah. Three morals. Let's do it. Let's All right. Do it. Thank you, punters. Uh, I'll be out there at Flemington on Saturday. Don't know who's coming with me, but... Should be a good day out there. Uh, nine races, Group 1 racing in the Turnbull. It's moving day. We've got three Group 1s in Sydney as well. So enjoy yourselves, and hopefully the horses begin to pick up their Group 1 form because they certainly need to on this day. Cheers. Cheers.